Hey guys, just want to take a quick second and tell you guys, apologize for the audio on this recording. I kind of had some difficulties finding time to record this week and just locations and not being able to record in person is always difficult. So you guys might hear a little bit of chatter in the background. Hopefully it's not too bad. I can't tell right now, but just wanted to do a quick apology. Hey, it's Logan with Rogue Dynamics and Allie, as always, here for another episode of Terra Lines. How's it going, Allie? Good. How are you doing? I'm living the dream. It's uh, <laughs> super wonderful. But Are you watching your DEFCON talks? Like I, uh, I should. I'll do it right after this. I got to plug I in mean, my I mean, they're laptop. all pre-recorded, so there are live things that are all going to be posted, but everything mm-hmm. else, everything, all the official DEFCON talks have already been posted. Have you watched any of them? A couple. I've been watching some of the different villages, some of the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some really active Discord channels. Oh, yeah? It's been good, though. That's cool. What's it, been your favorite so far? It's been overwhelming, like every DEF CON. You would think that uh, a mm-hmm. virtual DEF CON wouldn't be as overwhelming, but there's just there's so much to choose from. So I've been watching more of the Red Team Village talks than anything okay. else. They've been doing some... I think it's every hour they do a little session too. They have five different sessions going and then they have their talks. They have a capture the flag and yeah, it's been cool. Yeah. I've got a lot of time on my hands. Maybe I'll check some of them out. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're going to do a quick session talking about, uh, we had a friend ask for an elaboration on the, the new wars theory that I have. So that's what we'll cover today. Shouldn't take too long. I'm sober. This might be one of the shorter ones but not not because it's lacking information it's just there's a lot that we can say about it and I think there's a lot that we can follow on about it well and I think what's challenging is refining it down to discussion points that are easily digestible because like you said there's there's so much to it that for me I would much rather talk about this stuff over you know whiskey and cigars than just me staring at my computer talking to you thousands of miles away that doesn't really it's not conducive to wonderful conversation and I don't really understand what everyone doesn't get about it to me it's one of those very obvious things that's going on and I think once we get into it people understand that as well but it'll give us a good starting point yeah so why don't you tell people what this theory is so it's just something that I call the new wars and that's that we are engaged in forms of warfare with peers and the globe, but we refuse to admit it because as Americans, we have a threshold for what we call war. It's a very, and I'll air quotes that, that they won't be able to see, but there's a very fine line for us as Americans of what warfare is and what's allowed. We have all these rules, regulations, and authorities that are there to protect our liberties and the way we do things. And it's also just cultural. We don't engage full on with people the way a lot of our peers and enemies do or frenemies even to try and usurp our place in the global markets and economies and roles of power that we've had for years. So you're going to see, if you really open your eyes and look, you can see that socially, economically, culturally around the world, our peers are trying to either take the places that have been traditionally ours as far as like, aiding and helping to shore up other things around the, around the world. And they're doing that. They're, you've got China's One Belt Road projects. You've got 
Turkey building roads and Somalia, you've got all these other countries that are now trying to get in on kind of what we did for years. And it was always our role. We were the preferred partner because we brought money we brought people. We brought, for the most part, unconditional support. I mean, we don't ask a lot out of places we go, but at the same time, you know, how weird would it be if another country came to America and started helping our infrastructure out? It's not like it doesn't need the help, but to us, it would be super foreign to say have even someone, you know, like, oh, the Germans are coming over to help build better roads. What? Why, why are they doing that? We're America. We build our own stuff. We don't do that. But yet we don't anymore. Our infrastructure crumbles on a daily basis. So we just kind of. Eh, Our education is. is awful compared to the rest of the world. Education is a really sore spot for me. I feel like it's definitely a, a targeted area for our nation because we have such poor education. It's either one extreme or the other. It seems like there's either the people that think that we can do no wrong, which isn't right. Or the people that think that all we do is wrong around the world. We're horrible people. We do all these horrible things. Our nation sucks. But in a lot of places, even the civil protests you've seen here would have been met with just overwhelming negative responses by the government. And education is part of that. People don't understand the laws. They don't understand how they've changed. You get people that quote, you know, Second Amendment, First Amendment, and all these other ones constantly, but when was the last time they actually read them? Do they understand them? So that's a huge issue for me. But as far as the new wars go, you've got all these peers that can poke and prod and do virtually anything to us as far as punching us in the face. But we don't respond because we're not at war. America has a very limited response. Until we declare war, we won't do very much, really. You know, especially in the realms of government actions, you have to have the authority, the mission, and the approval to do things. And we're just very compartmentalized like that. And our enemies have studied those rules and those manuals, and they make sure that they're just barely on the line, but they're not over. So can you give us an example of where, where we're seeing that? I mean, I think the easiest place to look at it is the social media manipulation of the U.S. population as a whole. Uh, election interference, all of those things. To me, if you break down interfering in someone's election, that's a pretty serious action. It is an enemy action, even if it's just to sow discord. Um, the Texans United that we've talked about, and I'm using all the same examples that we always use, that largest Facebook page for Texas to secede from the union was a Russian troll farm. It's known. There's no question. It, it happened. It still continues to happen with the meddling and sowing dissent within our nations that we fight each other, but we don't do anything about that. We're leaving it to some private corporations to try and take the initiative to find these things and shut them down. But I'm sure you understand it even more clearly than me, how easy it is, how low cost it is, and how low threat it is. That's a very clear, if I'm interfering in your culture and purposely prompting your citizens to fight each other and tear each other down, to me, that's an act of war but we don't respond to it because it's not one of our old, old, old rules of what constitutes an attack. And part of it, I, I will give part of it is we're in a new territory with how technology has advanced and what we're able to do with cyber 
in the cyber world and how hard it is to actually know who's doing what mm -hmm. as far as cyber attacks go. That is right. one of the most difficult tasks is to, to provide attribution mm -hmm. to who's doing what, how they're doing it, where they're doing it, what have you. Well, and even so, as the offender, if you say it was me, then all I've got to do is spin up a press release that says it wasn't me and you're just picking on me. Mm -hmm. and now half the population doesn't believe their own government anyway. So, Or how, how easy is it? it to falsify something exactly. to show that, oh yeah, that it was you, of course it was you, but it was, mm -hmm. actually wasn't whoever or vice versa. It goes both ways. That, and I see that particular one ramping up even. Um, like with the Beirut explosion, there's a ton of videos floating around now that someone edited in a missile strike. There wasn't a missile mm -hmm. strike. The video is edited. There's no reason to flip the video to the negative. Any sort of missile strike would have been visible to the naked eye as well as, you know, multiples of sensors. It, it's not the way it went. But yeah. you've got people toting that video as, this is real, this is legit, it was a missile strike on Beirut. Beirut shouldn't have been struck with a missile. Who did it? How dare they? And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Just because I can cut and slice Starship Trooper videos all day long. It doesn't mean aliens are attacking, but people don't assess critically what they're reading, what they're viewing, what they're listening to. And it's a hard line to find. But in the new wars, why would you ever fight someone head on when I can get them to tear each other apart? Or at least preparation, right? So there's all these... in in intelligence, straight-laced military intelligence, it's called intelligence preparation of the battlefield. You've got to prep it, right? You've got to understand where your choke points are, where your avenues of approach are, everything, what your mission is. And then there's two other things that are really common. MD-COA, which is the most dangerous course of action, and ML-COA, most likely course of action. The most dangerous course of action is not, and you see even a lot of professionals get wrapped around the ringer on this, it's not the one that results in the highest human life. The most dangerous course of action is what degrades your mission capability the most. What's going to prevent you from accomplishing that mission? And if those are low cost, easy wins, then are they really that dangerous? But if I can stop you dead in your tracks without hurting a lot of people, why not do it? If I can get your own population to divide your forces, then you have half an army to fight me with and your homeland wants you to come home. Therefore, you're not real likely to dive into a war. But I can just keep egging you on and egging you on and making sure I don't ever get you to cross that line where you will do those things. Because once we go all in, there's not a lot of places on the planet that could hold up to that. So what do we do then? I mean, we know that there are certain countries out there, whether this is their intended goal, which I would say that it likely is one of their many intended goals what do we do i think we need to reevaluate what we're willing to accept as a threat before we respond but then that gets into the whole cyber realm like you said and it gets really tricky how do you shut those things down like we're not trying or are we trying or are we doing it with one arm tied behind our back like so many times we go places and then you know we go half in we don't really engage we have rules we have a lot of rules for our agencies, contrary to what people will tell you. FISAs are not easy things to get. We have friend of the court, which is literally someone that was put in to argue on behalf of the accused without the accused ever even knowing that they were brought up. 
we have a lot of rules. We're still, and I'm trying to think of non-specific examples that I can give, but I think well, I'll just stick hell, with those Well, hell, even two. getting getting training is damn near impossible. Mm -hmm. Something so simple as I just want more cyber training and mm -hmm. I can't get it unless I want to yeah. pay the seven, eight grand for a SANS course out of pocket. Like that is a very simple example right. of how poorly we do things mm -hmm. and how much bureaucracy and how much red tape and how much paperwork. I mean, I didn't even want to submit for any refund on my certification renewals because of the amount of paperwork that went along with it. Right. It wasn't well, worth that time. <laughs> And that's part of the other new thing is now you have corporations engaging in these spaces, right? Facebook specifically designed to milk you for every like possible, but they're also generating algorithms on you. And there's no cut and paste solution to stopping the algorithm from working or them not doing what they want. You're using a free service. And if it's free, you're the product. They're doing things to gather information on you that they then sell. And we talked about it. I think it was either the last episode or the episode before, but do I need a warrant to use that information if I want to? I can just buy it. You know, a lot of people are failing to see the new landscapes, I will say. And I think part of the problem is that a lot of our people driving these machines are an older generation that don't quite understand how all the pieces put together. Even in, you know, the military, you've got different branches and different groups that all do different things, but when you pair them together, it's a force multiplier. But there's a lack of imagination on how these things are being used against us outside of those areas. You know, psychological operations has been around forever. And while I like to make fun of them, they do have some cool effects sometimes. But even then, in other countries, are we letting them work? Are we letting them maximize? There's a, um, a State Department wipe years ago where they didn't want to admit that people were doing these acts with funding from the state department because it would be bad for their their safety or their reputation well i got news for you if i'm paying for you to do this my name's going to be all over it and if we're not doing that or in some way it's bad for these people to be associated with us then we shouldn't do it You know, there were, do we do it? Do we do it back? I mean, I don't know. Are we? That's the question, right? I don't know what we're willing to do at this point, but we shouldn't take it off the table. And I think that's the main, I mean, that's my running joke, right? Is when I'm elected president, I've told just one a million times and everyone else I think has heard this. I'm going to walk up to the podium first thing and hold up their rule books, which are virtually non-existent for what they're willing to do with their intelligence apparatuses and special operations troops and say, I'm playing by your rules now. So I'll be by my phone for the next 10 minutes. After that, I'm taking the leash off and we're gonna do this. And it would be devastating, especially because no one's used to us hitting them back yet. Yeah, It's worn off, but we have all these rules and the problem with sharing these rules, which we do have to do for transparency and because of the type of nation we are, we, we have to do that, is the enemy then reads that and knows, well, Okay, here's a great example. If I'm speeding, I feel safe going four miles an hour over the speed limit that I won't get a ticket. It might happen, but probably not, right? But I'm pretty sure if I go 10 miles over and I pass a cop, I'm gonna get a ticket. 
So we very clearly put out these social standards or rules that say, you can do this to our financial institutions, you can do this to our culture, you can meddle with this in our elections, but we're not gonna do anything because you're only going four miles an hour over the speed line. But maybe we need to drop it from 10 to five so that they understand that as they get closer, we will respond. And not tell them what our response is going to be so they're not ready for it. No, that's part of the psychological game, right? Let them wonder. But that's also part of the problem with our society is our society believes that it is their right to know everything that we do, that the government does, the military does all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's the challenge, right? Because of the way our nation is built. And I, I, yeah, I get the, I get that. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. It's just, that is a statement. It is how Mm -hmm. society behaves. Right. And how do we, the way our culture is, but they've, people are not willing to accept that they don't know everything because they want to know everything because it's cool and it's spooky or there's aliens or, you know, we're testing people with, I don't know, in whatever crazy. It seems like every day there's a new conspiracy theory. I can't even keep up. But as we've allowed these programs to go forward without our name on them and not be a little bit more upfront about how we're helping people, it's allowed peers or people that want to be our peers to usurp our place as the favored partner in these nations. And as we continue to do that, our influence will erode. And there's plenty of people that are happy to jump in there as soon as they can. And take our spot at the top. Yeah, why not? I mean, it comes with a, the, we've been able to do what we do because we've got strong military. We've got an amazing Navy that I will make fun of every other day of the week, but it's the best Navy in the world. And having that has been important as far back as human history goes. But at the same time, warfare is like water to steal from that little Bruce Lee thing, right? It kind of, it has to alter and flow. If your enemy is standing there and they're super strong and then ask this your enemy is a giant rock. You flow around the rock. You don't try to beat up the rock. You erode the rock until it goes away. And we're not doing that anymore. Well, in a lot of ways we are. I'm not saying we're not, but it's definitely more of a less, I don't know. There's nothing I can really say at this point. So. Words aren't even going, words aren't going to uh, provide a good enough punch. But where's our innovation in these realms? Like if the other people are doing it, why aren't we doing it? Why are our leaders not engaging in these multifaceted, multi-domain things to make sure we stay at the top? Whether it's, and part of the problem is that our base is so eroded at this point from education and infrastructure and our country is ripping itself apart. We're unable to get our feet under us. And that is an enemy action. But that's an enemy action. They're they're on TikTok or they're on they're not they don't people don't care anymore. There was some army sergeant major on TikTok the other day that somebody sent me a link to that not that I have TikTok because I don't, but it was a link to You can still see the clip I got to see the clip. That's what I was trying to say, yeah. And (laughs) he was like, TikTok's not bad, TikTok's not illegal. And I'm like, what do you do for a living? What rock do you live under, Sergeant Major? I really don't understand it. It just doesn't make sense to me that they don't know the threats of what they're doing when you combine media with action, 
We saw it with Russia's military actions. They took down the banks. They recoded websites. They, and then they militarily moved in once the internet was down and no one could talk about it. If you don't think they've got other plans like that that are pointed directly at us, you're crazy. There's literal documentation on it and a lot of it. Well, and to go along with that, just to kind of put stump that one, is Russia uses Estonia, Ukraine, mm -hmm. all the Baltic states as testing grounds of what mm -hmm. their real ultimate goals are. Yeah, it's basically a training op. Yeah, that's all it is to them. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it helps them. I don't but, know why you wouldn't do that. I mean, to me, it's clear that you would want to try your techniques in the wild before you go all in on someone. You know, don't make the first time you throw an uppercut be when you're in a fight. Punch the bag a lot before you throw one. And we're not engaging enough that people are dissuaded. You've even got lower level other nations that are taking swings too, because why not? We're not doing anything about it. Yeah, it's only going to get worse. For now. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I mean look, unless we can fully revamp our... We have to teach critical thinking. We have to rethink about how we operate, how we do things, how we... Mm -hmm. Well, and, and sadly, critical thinking and education are dying rapidly. You can't have a conversation with anyone about anything without you know, there's a great example somebody said i like apples oh so you hate oranges i didn't say that I said i like apples it's not personal it's just a flavor and people are not willing for critical thinking skills to self-analyze they don't read anymore they don't understand history because none of this stuff is new it's just repackaged it's it's going from bows and arrows to rifles it's not the same, but it is the same. You're just reusing new tools in creative ways that people aren't thinking about. And as like keyboards, yeah, keyboards as the are leaders, the new rifle almost. It is, and people <laughs> hate to. People like to just flex, but at the same time, man, you give one of these kids with the keyboard a little bit of control, and they can do a lot of damage. And again, that is not pointed back at us. Prove it was me. What are you gonna do about it? And then even if you can prove it at this point, to me, my Logan opinion only is that we've been provoked enough that we should be responding and we should let it, some of it come out publicly of how we're responding because maybe that dissuades them off this track because what we're doing right now is just getting punched in the face. Over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And we're just sitting there waiting for it to come. Yeah, I mean... How many people are getting recruited to work for a foreign power right now on DEFCON chats? I mean, why wouldn't they recruit? Yeah. It, it's all fun and games to think that this all has to be done by super soldiers that are, you know, jumping out of stealth helicopters. But the reality is the majority of the warfare is going to come from other ways. We have those. We have the top tier on that locked down pretty well as far as conventional warfare goes. If you want to fight us conventionally, that's stupid. Yeah. So, to me, it's really clear the other areas we need to expand into now, but we're just not moving fast enough. Or maybe we are, and I'm not seeing it. I don't know. Yeah, but is it, do we, do we want to see it? Do we want to use that 
and hopefully it does dissuade our enemies a little bit or do we not want people to know about that we are working on it because i don't i don't know and well, then just all of a sudden we have it we're good snap back yeah, and done mm-hmm. look it we're back on top well at some point our population's lost faith though people don't trust that we have it i mean i don't trust that we have it <laughs> but does the average person care I don't know if they even know where we are at this point. No, they don't. So. But the average person also just assumes that America will always be on top or on the flip side of that, doesn't think that we should be. And both are very dangerous feelings to have. Well, I mean, that's, I've made the joke a few times. This must be what the Greeks felt like, just watching the empire crumble. You know, at one point they had the world and it's crumbling, but the difference is we have the ability to recover from this. We just have to engage our populations. We've got to quit falling for this easy stuff where we just get worked over nonstop and don't do anything about it. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's my, yeah, that's (laughs) my, that's my soapbox for the new wars. It's much better articulated after a a bottle of whiskey and uh, some rowdy, but it's just not the same as it was. And if we're still planning for just conventional actions, we're missing the reality of what is going on around us. And not everyone's bad. I mean, there are people out there that are trying for more, but I feel like it's still the minority. Well, and we haven't lost our place. There's still a lot of places where we are the preferred partner. You know, I mean, even we announced the big drawdown in Germany and Poland came out and said, we'll pay for everything. Come here. Because by having the U.S. bases there, you basically have uh, your own defense force built in for free. It allows you to lower your defense budget and all sorts of things. So, yeah. We're really good at these positive talks. I know. The next one we've got to make sure is we'll do a funny one next because it's just continually. Maybe we can get some more Q&A questions and. Just do a quick Q&A instead. Yeah, there was an interesting request for some of the military stuff that I think could be pretty funny and lighthearted. So we can go that route. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, next time we'll do something fun. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to like, subscribe, review. I don't tell you guys that because it's not really on the top of my head. I mean, yeah, we want you guys to listen, but we really enjoy doing this. So. Yeah, it's a good time for us to catch up. So, all right, the beaten path is for beaten people, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.